Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us oh on another God. exciting episode again. of the Triforce Podcast. Mm. Oh. Who would have thought? I mean, what? This is like 500 episodes now. It's Six. crazy. Yeah. I know. I love this. This is this is my highlight of the week. I'm looking I forward to for telling this. you. Yeah. Uh, all of my. Th- I've written one thing down. Okay. Okay. Um, I've written one thing down. Is it just so, a single word? Yeah. Well, yeah, it is. Okay. No, it's a single sentence. Okay. People who are cheap. That's what I wrote down. <laughs> People who are cheap. Misers. Misers. People who open up their wallet and and moths fly out of it. Is that what you're yes. talking about? Like penny pinching, stingy. Yes, that is. People. And the yes. reason is, is because um, I was hanging out with some of my. Um, friends. Wow, you we're just getting friends. right into it, eh? Like, oh, how are you doing? What's up? It's, we're just, we're, we're already who, complaining about cheap people. Who cares how we're doing? By the time this comes out, That's how true. we're no, doing now won't we, matter. Shit, yeah. Easter weekend just been. Now, yeah. Easter weekend, a time when the bunny has hidden things yeah. around for people to find and you have to scavenge around for them, okay? Yep. But this is what what I did this weekend was I won't name these people I hung out with from the office, but um, <laughs> they were using this app called Too Good to Go. Okay, right. I, I, there's this thing which I think a lot of takeaway places have done for a while, which is when their food's about to go out of date at the end of the day, instead of chuck it in the bin, they give it to like a homeless charity, right? right? Sure, or something like that. But now, and also for some shops, I'm sorry, they can't really do that because I'm not sure. You know, if you're a fucking bistro artisan bakery, you can't give away your your eleven pound jar of pate that's going out of date Why to not? a fucking homeless guy. Why not? Well, I guess you can. Why not? Fuck yeah. it. Well, but, but instead, no. Instead, what you do is you sign up to this app called Too Good to Go, right? Yeah, of where course people you do, yeah. people can spend like two or three quid on a magic box. That's what it's called. Oh right? my god. Uh, and it's basically, in some places, it'll be... In some places, it's just a random fucking eclectic mix of crap, whatever's left over, right? Because, yeah. for example, like, a lot of supermarkets are on there. And you know the supermarket out-of-date section. Everyone has a little glance when they're in the supermarket in case they can... You know, well, cheap cheap people do. Um, it's always the also, same few things in those it's always this, Exactly. It is, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's tubs it's, of mascarpone cheese. Yeah. Right? It's, just, it's, it's, it's just shit that nobody else wanted. Like children's uh, and, pizzas. And now you're the sucker who's going to buy that shit that nobody else wanted. It's, and yeah, you it's, think you're going to get a good deal on it as well. Like sugar-free they, spotted dick. I don't know. It's fucking weird shit in there, mostly. Yeah. And you're like, sugar-free it's stuff spotted that you'd never dick. buy anyway. God, sign me up. I didn't realize that they Rice, Rice Krispie Squares always seem to be in there. Like packets of for rice some reason. Squares. So I guess if you did this this thing from the supermarket, they would give you a random bag of of guff from there. And I think so. What I did was on the weekend, you know, this these these people were sort of going around to different places and getting these magic boxes of 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 stuff. Right. And some would have like croissants and tomato soup from like a coffee shop, and others would have like. Um, one of them was like had a, was um, a, a nine pound uh, wheel of sheep's cheese 
uh, and nice. like a ham and cheese uh, baguette. So it's it's some stuff that I can't really eat anyway because because of the mystery of it. But I I mean. It is like a proper. It's not. It's not really a mystery. If you go to a bakery, you're probably going to get bread, you know. But but some places obviously like eat a pitta, which has been going forever. Just uses it as an extra place to get free fucking orders. Do you know what I mean? Right. They're just like, well, you know, we've got got to make three. Just the pittas that you make are so dirt cheap anyway. Do you know what I mean? It's like a bit of couscous, some sad looking lettuce, some grated carrot that costs nothing. Um, you know, so they're selling this thing for more than it probably cost them anyway, even at even at the magic box discount. Um, anyway, I, I I just thought it was it was interesting because of the idea of the, I didn't actually hate it. I actually quite enjoyed walking around town, going to these places. Get, I'd get never to the been. juicy bit. Did anybody get fired off the back of this? Because you said you were hanging out with people from the office, and you sound like kind of mad. Like, did you just say like "fuck"? You're fired. Like, I don't, I, I, <laughs> you bought the spotted dick, and that was the trap, and you're out. Like, did the, you? First of all, the office. It's worth saying the Yogscast is like four people now. Do you know what I mean? I'm not. Like, I've slowly been removed from any yeah, responsibility. Yeah, yeah. In positions of being able to fire people. I love. Uh, um, that's a I good love, idea. That's a good I love move. how people uh, view this as well. Like every once in a while on stream, they're like, "Oh, Lewis isn't going to pay your wages and stuff." So, oh, yeah, I guess, guess like, he's not going to pay not, my salary. That I how it works. Yeah, uh, I love. Yeah, people. People assume that I'm some big boss, you know, in charge of things. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, the thing is, I've, I've always been a bit of a, a cheap ass. Do you know what I mean? I think that, I, I mean, not, not to like the extreme cheapskate guy, but that sort of thing is only like a middle class dumpster diving, right? Basically, yeah, people love is, yeah. the thing for free and it kind of legitimizes it. They have to go out and collect it from the place as it's closing, you know, they because it gives you like a window of like 15 minutes before the place closes. So you have to go there and pick up whatever's left over and they'll shove it in a yeah. magic bag. But some people love doing that. They love like taking extra fucking condiment packs from places. You know, I've been to some people's houses where they've had a cupboard full of ketchup packets I hate and that. you're like do you know what i mean you're like why why i i, sh I they, they're like whoa, whoa why, should, why should i ever have to buy a bottle of tomato ketchup uh, when i can just get it for free <laughs> yeah Dude, the thing is like with us i don't i don't generally do that and i would never really do that but we do that now that we have kids because because they love are, eating are ketchup out well no but it's it's like for some reason my kids just love the idea that it comes in this little tiny sachet so <laughs> if, okay. if there's extras laying around they take them and then we end up with them sort of thing i'm gonna pull the old um you know i'm a parent and i'm too busy to do that kind of stuff card and uh i'm a parent and i'm too busy to do that kind of stuff mm. uh to For go sure, to a like, store five minutes before it closes just to get like a deal on spotted dick or whatever what's the name of the app have, again yeah but i gotta say <laughs> even if i wasn't a parent and i had all the time in the world i would get a life and just find something better to do with my time honestly it, like i just wouldn't do that again i wouldn't do that so it's called too good to go there you go i'm advertising yeah. this app for no reason but yeah. i i feel like it is a bit eco right because apparently one third of all food is like wasted but at yeah. the same time I do cynically get the feeling that some of the places that I went to are literally just making more food to to, to use this as a secondary app yeah. to sell it under the marketing guise of, of you know people but, love but a they're, cheap but they're selling it at a, at a knockdown price bag. right I mean yeah but I mean they're already selling it at a massively inflated yeah price. but I don't I think mean, they're gonna a, they're not gonna give you a, a box full of stuff they, what, what's the benefit to that hey guys with this we can slash our prices and still sell the same product why would you do that companies don't want to slash their prices 
they want to raise their prices. So I, I don't see it as a as a, pl a ploy. I, mean, I don't know. I think How it's a way does, to cover I mean, the you, loss. You know the markup on some of this stuff, though, right? Coffee right. shops markup on stuff is insane. Right. You know, a coffee you're, you're shop right. sandwich is is five quid to begin with. Right. And, you However, know, you, your, give, your you, give, you give your magic box your business of, of proposal, two coffee shop sandwiches for three quid and suddenly you've still made a quid. Right, but your you know proposal I mean? is saying, hey guys, we have really high margins at the moment. What if we slashed those margins and gave this stuff away for very little? What right, business yeah. is going to propose? If you propose that in the boardroom, Johnson, you're fired. Get out of here. Yeah, I think you're it's, out. Like, it's, it's, it's probably a volume thing, right? They probably get a lot of this stuff for cheap anyway. And then, like you said, they massively mark it up. And it's just a gamble, right? And then because there's trading standards and stuff and they, there's certain things that they have to adhere to, like, uh, you know, sell-by dates and all that kind of crap. Um, and it looks bad for them if they're selling something that's like on or close to like a sell sell by or use by date or whatever. They probably just think let's we're still going to make some money off of this if we just yeah, float it off a little a, bit cheaper a, or whatever. Because right. otherwise it's, it's just waste, not. right? Just I don't think people are thinking about it as a viable no business model. Although some shops have always done that, like Primark have always operated on these razor thin margins, you know, deliberately to kind of make that part of their thing. And every time you go into Primark, it's fucking. I can't believe it. it's so full of people. Whenever when I when it worked this pre-COVID, obviously, but every time I went into Primark, it was like a fucking COVID. It was like a nightclub in there. You know <laughs> I mean, it was it was everyone was packed in like fucking. You you know you'd have to like squeeze your way in and like you'd pop out the door. You, you, you know what I mean, yeah, so yeah. one one in one out literally. Um, you just like told that you picked toys. up something that you needed along the way as well. It's like yeah. Um, so you. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not unhappy with the idea of it. I think it's 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 cool. But like, and I, I like the, the the. It's like it's like filling in a gap. You know, it's like solving that problem of because people were just dumping stuff in the bins outside. Uh, what who the real sufferer here is obviously those people who used to go through the bins and get their, their free mm. sandwiches that way, you know, those people. Because they were always, like, so triumphant whenever you saw them. Whenever you saw this on TV, someone found, like, a loaf of bread in yeah, the bin. Yeah, or, like, an and they were like, big, big look at this, something. perfectly good loaf of bread, and someone's thrown it away. <laughs> they, they were so delighted. Yeah, so, I don't know. I guess it, it also leads on from last week's chat about meal prep, you know, the kind of frugally eating, yeah. you know, to, like, avoid expenses. Oh, you know, don't. Don't eat lunch. You know, you'll save £3.50 on that meal deal every day. So, um, you know, you can put that towards, you know, cigarettes or whatever, you know whatever people spend their money on. you know £600 a year on coffees when you could save that £600 and buy lube for your butt instead? Or, or, I, yeah. I, think, I think everyone should be financially, like, smart and stuff. But some people were just cheap. Like, I remember when we were going on holiday, a bunch of us, this was before... Um, I started doing YouTube and stuff. So I didn't have any money at all. Um, and, you know, it was it's always a pain in the ass being that guy who organizes stuff, even like when I was in a student house, because if you're the guy who pays the landlord the rent, you have to get that off all your other housemates, right? And they, they kind of, they don't hate you like they hate the landlord, but they hate you a little bit. <laughs> Do you I mean, mean don't, you're, don't shoot you're the messenger, lads. Them, don't shoot the messenger. You're nagging them for money yeah. for the electricity and the council tax and all these other th fucking things. Actually, I don't think you have to pay I can't imagine machine, living in a house anyway. where one person was delegated with that responsibility. I think that's bullshit. Well, they would just be corrupted by with power, and like the power corrupts in the end, right? Like if uh, if Blizzard storylines told us taught us anything over the years, uh, it's that uh, there's there's some fell in all of us, and the power 
power can corrupt us. And I think if you give somebody too much power and too much responsibility, ultimately, um, they will just uh, get up to no good with it. So that's why you should never trust right. one person to sort out all the electrics and everything. I'm in thinking, house. yeah, first of all, you they might committee. keep some of the money. And second of all, everybody just Whoa. pays in on the same day. And if you don't, you're out. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You don't want to be the guy who's making a mountain out of a molehill, p -flex. You don't want to be creating arguments. You don't want to be that drama guy. Oh, wait, how is it drama? Oh, P-Flex, you've got no chill, man. You're fucking... Oh, you're, the, you're the, no chill? Kicked out. No chill? Yeah. Pay the fucking bill. There you go. <laughs> no chill, question mark? Pay the fucking bill. If you owe money, pay it. I'm sorry, that's it. Or you're out. We'll fucking find someone else. It's London. It's easy to get a fucking house, mate. If you can't be asked to pay money... I'm angry. I've never even had a house share like this. I'm livid just thinking about it. It's not that they won't pay. It's that they say they'll pay and then they don't. Well, or, then they're you know, they forget. Sorry. Or they, but do you know what I mean? So when you're organizing this, like even like something simple as like, I don't know, organizing a, a trip away for like, I don't know, five or six of you or something like this. I remember there was this time when we had like, we were going on holiday and there was like a place and it had like, it was three room place, right? So we were each going to pay them. And there were five of us. So there's two couples and one guy on his own. And he would like, um, so we, we were like, we just split everything by five, right? And and it was okay that he would get like a double room, okay? So it was like three double rooms. And so it was like 250 quid each or whatever. Mm. It's not very much. And he was like actively looking for other people after we'd like booked the holiday. And, and I was like, what do you mean? Why are you, why are you trying to like find, why are you telling everyone about us going over? Why are you trying to get someone else to come with you? And he was like, oh, because I can then like, I can only, I can pay you half if I, if I get, you know, I'll, I only pay 125 if I can get a guy to sleep with me in my room and come on holiday with us. And I was like, that's, that's not how it works. You can't just, you can't just sell the, do you know, because then we'll all have to. That, then everyone will pay 200 quid instead of 250 I mean that's that's how it works mm. but but he was cheap I didn't really understand why he was so keen to bring this sixth person and then until I realized that he thought he'd have to pay half if he did mm. um <laughs> so people oh. do you know what I mean people are so weird sometimes though right and cheap and this I get it like you can you could be reduce your expenses by changing your gas provider, and you can fucking bicycle to work, and you could, you know, not buy really expensive clothes. I don't know, like, do you, do you know what I mean, you could cancel all of your subscriptions. There's loads of things you can do, um, but it's <laughs> it's it's. it's uh, it just sometimes gets on my nerves mm. when people will go out of the way of the the sensible things mm. and just try and like take advantage of people. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. I'm sure I never got all the electricity payments and stuff from people when I was in a student house. And it's not because people were taking advantage of me. It's just because they were, they were like, they didn't like me. I think they didn't like me after a while. And I thought, I thought I was being. That's cheap. understandable. I yeah, think. I was going to say that's the most relatable thing you've said yet. <laughs> oh man. Um, so hey. listen. Um, oh, you've got something. All right. Yeah, I was just gonna say I I took a week off this week after after Easter and stuff. I saw. I was just like, you know what? My kids are home for like two weeks because they they've been back to school since after Christmas and stuff. And you deserve um, it. My son is doing like these intensive swimming lessons every day this week uh, at the same time. So and uh, so on the first day, I was like. It was on uh, it was on Tuesday. The first one was on Tuesday. And uh, my wife was like, oh, I got to take, you know, Kurt to the, the swimming lesson. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, and I was thinking oh, I'm just going to go and like do whatever. And then uh, so she took him and I was like, oh, fuck. Um, 
I can't really leave my like heavily pregnant wife to do this every day this week. <laughs> like it's not it's not really fair. So I just thought, ah, oh, fuck, I'll just take time off. And, yeah, that's no, good. And it's been nice. I mean, I just been like just chilling. It's been really good, actually. I just I realized this year I just haven't really had like any proper like time. Not that like my job is uh, is is overly stressful or anything. Like I I don't I don't mind. Like I don't really view it that way, sort of thing. But. I was just thinking, like, without COVID, I would have been away a couple of times, mm. like, over the year, you know? Like, we would have gone on a vacation, yeah. or I would have been away for work and stuff like that. Mm. And I, I just, I've just, just sort of dawned on me that, like, I haven't had any time to just sort of relax away from, like, a life of streaming sort of thing. So, it's been, it's been good. It's, it's nice. I'll feel yeah. nice and refreshed next week when I get back to it, and it'll be, it'll be great. I sort of imagine you like that. Guy, that that gif of that guy sort of stood there with his hands behind his back, staring into the distance in nature. He yeah. just stood by the side of the swimming pool. Oh man, I like bought a, I bought like a little greenhouse. Forwards. That's uh, it. It needs to like arrive. Like it comes next week. But I bought this little greenhouse just to get started. You know, my big dream of having like a big, fully kitted out greenhouse. I just wanted to like baby step into it. I want to get a small one see what I can do and then like expand on it sort of thing. So I'm pretty excited about that. I'm going to be growing weed. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you guys. Don't tell anybody, but um, no, I'm just joking. Um, um, no, it'll be nice though. It's it's big enough that I can grow like some, some tomatoes. It's only a matter of time and before maybe some strawberries they legalize and stuff. it over there. Yeah. yeah. And you know, you want to be prepared for, for you know, you want to, as soon as it gets, Absolutely. as soon as it gets legalized, yeah. get those seeds in. Yeah. Know? I got to get the, those seeds in before there's get a, that. Get that bud growing. Yeah. Get those I, heat lamps. Uh, I did something I haven't done in a while, and I rented a movie. Oh, my God. This was... What, um, on, like, like digitally, like yeah, on yeah. iTunes like or something? Yeah, di Digitally on Prime. Digi oh, nice. I, I didn't realize how much it was. It just said, click to rent now, and I clicked the button, and then I realized it was... And then you rented now. It was 16 quid, so I was a little Whoa. bit disappointed. Oh. <laughs> and okay. I, I, I sort of... Did, I just sort of clicked without this? thinking. It was Kong versus Godzilla. Oh, is oh, that the new... Oh. Yeah. Worth, new one. No, I'm it, I'm a man. I'm a big fan of Godzilla. Kong okay. could take a leave and love Godzilla. <laughs> All the new movies have sucked, right? But I had to see this one because hang, I'd seen the trailer. Hang on, hang on one second. Are you telling me Pyrian Flax anime hater is a fan of Godzilla? What, what are hey, you no, talking he doesn't about? hate anime anymore. They made a Dota anime and he no, watched no, no, it no, and no, he no, loved no. it. No, so. this is this is listen. How on earth is a monster movie with models an anime? What the fuck? planet are you on dude? Godzilla yeah. is like it's... this very 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 Japanese very classic thing which has been very heavily associated with kind of animations and graphics and over the years it's had like it's been like going like 70 years now I think it's got like 40 or 50 films and like like 20 or 30 animes like it's huge I've never I've never even heard of a Godzilla anime other than the old Godzilla and Godzuki cartoon Godzilla and Pals I believe it was called from the 80s Oh no there's there's loads of them right. it's, it's, it's I, I'm huge, talking about a movie impact. with people and and CGI graphics. I'm talking about a fucking cartoon or a comic book. The one with right? Matthew Broderick? Is that the no, one no, you're no, talking no. about? This is the one. It's got uh, Stellan Skarsgård or Skellen Skarsgården or however you pronounce his name. Oh, yeah, he's great. Yeah, it's got uh, the lass who was in... God, what the fuck was she in? She was in Summer anyway. And some other people. And right. it's it's utter bobbins. 
It's complete bobbins, but... Well, I mean, I mean, th- th- here's the thing. The classic thing, I heard someone talking about this in the office. They were like, Godzilla is, is, a, is a terrifying mutant nuclear dinosaur mm. that can is indestructible. It's like super, Superman, but it has a radioactive beam. Right. And Kong is a large monkey. Well, yeah, yeah, in essence. I mean, however, <laughs> let, let's go through the the matchup here. So, first of all, okay, the, okay, we'll break down the matchup. I'm gonna. First of all, there's some backstory here that they cover. Now, I don't know if this stuff had been covered is in the this previous from, films. Like the Jack Black King Kong movie or whatever he was in. Was I have it, no was idea. Island of Kong. Man, what, Kong right. what was that movie with Jack Black where there was like people under the stairs or in the walls or whatever? It was like a magic movie. That one looked pretty fucked up too. Like Jumanji. What? Oh, no, no, it was like the. I think it had a clock in it or something. I don't know. It's like, I can't remember what it was called. Anyway, so Sorry. there's Sorry, some yeah. backstory here Skull that, Island. that I wasn't Kong aware of. Skull right, Island. Kong Skull Island. So, that... so I don't know if this film is building on that lore or not. I'm gonna, I'm, I went in blind, so I'll tell you what I know. The idea is that these are titans. These things are called titans. Godzilla right. and, and Kong, they're titans. And they've been at war because there can only be one apex titan, like the alpha like titan. In, like Pacific Rim. I, I have no idea. Or no, like, like like a pyramid. Like Highlander, right? Right. There can be only like Highlander. So Kong is for some reason living in a dome on a fake version of his island, being watched over by this lass who was in something that I can't remember, and a kid. And the kid can do sign language because she's deaf. She can do sign language with, with Kong, we find out. Of, co- of course, right. yeah. And King Kong... Of course, because we've seen that. We've seen chimps do sign language. Right, so with... they, they put that Did in there. Did you just call King Kong a chimp? I don't know why he's obsessed with, with that. You, you listen to this, you'll find out King Kong's what? fucking badass. What? Right? Sorry, what monkey is King Kong then? Is he a gorilla? Yeah, he's he like, looks like a big old silverback like bubbles. kind of thing. It's like Michael Jackson's Bubbles the monkey. It's like that. <laughs> Just big. Just much, really big. Well, that was a chimp, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah he was it a was, chimp, yeah. yeah. So he, sure. he's not. He's some kind of big gorilla, okay? So, All right. and they just call him Kong. They don't call him King Kong. They just call him Kong, not King Kong. I think he's lost the honorific title because he got his right. ass handed to him he, by Godzilla a few times. Right. So, Godzilla's been sleeping. What, there's, there's previous battle history yeah, oh yeah. between... Oh, yeah, what's yeah. Godzilla? What's the... Isn't there like a... Is like King Ghidorah or something like that? Is that a Godzilla thing too? No or idea. is that something different? Oh my God, you're right. Yes, King Kong versus Godzilla from 1962. Yeah. So... So this is one of the OG Godzilla battles. They fought before. Yeah, I think Godzilla has battled just about everything. Yeah, it's Godzilla. Has, there's a whole series where he's fought. They're kind of like who would win, right? And I Imagine guess Godzilla uh, there was a whole movie wins. about him just having like uh, specifically a lot of trouble with like one really well engineered building. Like he just couldn't knock that shit down, and he was just like the whole. It was just a very frustrating movie about him just like trying to think of ways to like knock it down, <laughs> but it would constantly foil all of his efforts. So I know you're saying that uh so ju- just to give you some backstory these titans this guy skeleton stars and skarsgård he thinks that there's a place called the hollow earth right. which is another earth within our earth right that's powered by some mystical radioactive energy like a flat a flatter I have, yeah but inside the earth oh wow and he th- he's like king kong knows the way there we should follow him and i'm and they they drill this big tunnel straight there but they need to follow kong to lead them to somewhere where there's some power it's very vague so they, <laughs> there's there's this thing where they had trouble getting there previously. His brother was killed getting there. He hops in this ship that this company called Aperture or Apex or something have made. Godzilla's woken up. He's smashing up their buildings, and they're like, everyone's like, why is he going after this company? Because he hasn't seen been seen in three years. He turns up exactly there, smashes up their site, and they're all angry and everything like that. So there's these other characters, these conspiracy theorists guy. 
who's obsessed that there's some kind of weird technology going on here with Apex, and they're obviously trying to do something no good, no good with Godzilla and Kong. So no. essentially, they have this little spaceship thing, and they go in through this weird tunnel, and they turn up in the Hollow Earth, which is somehow lit. I don't know where the sun is down there. Mrs. F was very confused. I was very confused. We're just like, where, what the fuck? There's like a whole nother earth down here. What's keeping all these plants going? There's like flying birds and everything on like jungle. And Kong's really happy to be home. And everyone's like, yeah, he's home. Look how happy he is. He's like running about. And they follow right. him to this cave. And he puts his hand on this door and pushes open a door. And inside is like this sort of temple. And there's a big old axe in there. This is the axe of his people. Now, right. first, of all, first of all, this implies <laughs> that at some point in the past, Titans, which are basically the ones we know about, or Godzilla and King Kong, were able to construct doors, uh, which is right. confusing. Architecture, like quite complex archway-based architecture, which is also confusing because so far all we've seen from Kong and Godzilla is they've just fucked shit up or they're sleeping. Like, that's pretty much what they do. So at some point right. in the past, the Titans were building stuff, who cares? Kong gets his axe. He's had his ass headed to him by Godzilla in a fight on a boat. <clears throat> now they're going to have a fight, and this time Kong's got his axe. You wanted to know, Lewis. Godzilla's gonna fucking own King Kong. Kong has almost an opposable thumb. He could hold an axe. Although they don't show a close-up of his hand, very clearly he must have an opposable thumb or he wouldn't be able to hold an axe. Apparently no. Kong has an opposable thumb. He can hold an axe. And he charges okay, it up well, with the power from the underground place. And then Godzilla... A magic axe, sorry. A magical a axe. A magic axe. Okay, good. Now now I understand. I'm, I'm actually not so bad. I mean, if Kong was trying to beat him to death with fists... I would have a problem, well, right? If he's trying to like, he's a big he's lad. To, like, chuck him around. Right, but he's a big but lad. I know he's big. He's the size but of he's Godzilla. A, an indestructible dinosaur. How many times can you chuck? It? It's like it's like judo. Do you know what I mean no one's killing each other with judo? Fucking hell! Well, why Man, do you people think are definitely killing each other with judo. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, only if he chokes him out. No one's choking. No, Kong's not choking Godzilla. How do you know out, that? That's a, that exactly happens in the film. There's all kinds of chokeholds and throws and stuff. It's like an M MMA. It's fight. like yeah, it's like wrestling, but with. <laughs> uh, they use and every Titan. tool in the book, everything they've got. So then Godzilla, oh, sensing right. that someone's fucking around with the magic axe and all the power, he start, he's in Tokyo at this point, fucking shit. Oh, he's in Hong Kong, he's in Hong Kong. He blasts a hole in the earth with his laser beam <laughs> all the way down to where Kong is. And at the last second, Kong goes, whoa, and dives out of the way. And now there's a hole leading up to Hong Kong. Now get this, they're in that center of the earth and Kong, to get up to Hong Kong, jumps in the hole and he right. falls all the way up to Hong Kong. Do you know, anytime I, I know hear- this is possible. Every time I hear about a movie like this, I always think about Christopher from The Sopranos, like, you know, sort of oh, yeah, wheeling and dealing movie. behind the deals, <laughs> yeah. with behind the scenes, trying to get his big idea for a movie off the ground and stuff. And this is the result. Like, this is the movie that he made. And it's been, um, you know, mob funded and stuff like it's that. It's just unbelievable. Like, he literally yeah. jumps, he's in the center of the earth, where, where gravity is at its strongest, jumps in a hole, and he has to slow himself down. He's falling so fast down this tunnel. He has to slow himself down with the axe. And I'm thinking, did it, did they even think about this for like a second? Like you, you jump in a hole at the center of the earth and you fall to the surface? What's happening there? Hmm. So Kong turns up on, in Hong Kong, has a massive fight with Godzilla. Godzilla's kicking his ass, Lewis. Axe or no axe, Godzilla is stronger than Kong. We can establish that, but, well, well, but it's close. But it's, sure it's, it's close, it's close. So, Godzilla kicks Kong's ass, he's standing over him and he roars in his face and King Kong is like, alright, fine, I give up, and he's lying there, and you can tell he does this because he roars and looks sad. 
Right. So Godzilla stomps around. He's like, yes, fucking come on. All of a sudden, we find out what Apex had been working on. It's a Mecha Godzilla. They built a Mecha Godzilla. Of course they well, we've did. Seen, we've seen him before a long time, multiple times. Right. This Godzilla. thing doesn't fuck about. It's super fast. <laughs> it's got a, a lasers and it's got shoot stuff out of its mouth and its tail is very spiky. It's fucking Godzilla up and King Kong is asleep. He's like, oh, I'm so wounded. And the little girl's like, oh, his heart's stopping. So they get their spaceship and Stellan Skarsgård flips a switch, which apparently toggles, um, you know, shock paddle mode. They restart Kong's heart with the power of this spaceship and then Kong's back, baby, gets his axe and him and Godzilla fuck up. Mecha Godzilla, and then they look at each other and they give a kind of we're cool sort of nod, if you can imagine two, <laughs> right, two monsters okay. doing that. Yeah. And then they right. both fuck off, and that's the end of the movie. Well, see, this is to me, it's like what Batman they, versus what Superman. What do they do after, though? What's that like? Where, where do they go? Just back to their like caves Godzilla goes back into sleep? the ocean. Godzilla goes back into the ocean, and King Kong goes ham home back to the uh, the under the goes ham goes ham. He goes, <laughs> he's he goes like, yeah, ham. now no one's gonna stop because me and Godzilla are chill. He fucks everything up. <laughs> No, he goes back, he goes home, he goes, he goes underground. Goes to the, I'd love that. <laughs> that would be he's the like, best keep an eye, and just as Godzilla's head goes under the water, he's like, just cracks his knuckles. <laughs> gets the axe and just swings it at the little girl, he's killing everybody. <laughs> yes! No one's going to stop me, me and Godzilla are cool now. Um, so oh, no, he, he goes... spaceship, and then he gets in the spaceship, and he fucking flies off to fuck yeah, no, up he some just other goes, planets. He went back, to the, went back to the Hollow Earth, that's oh, it, he lives there. God. And he's happy there now eating bananas yeah. giant bananas there's a there's a wife or something i don't know godzilla's what yeah. king Kong's wife comes out it's like what you been doing all day and he's been i've been playing with my friend fuck you god yeah, he's like god. always on my case now i remember why i went to the surface oh yeah get away from so, me. Get so away from there's, me. Like, there's a bunch of spaghetti in the sink that went cold because he was late <laughs> back for dinner and stuff she's all pissed with him <laughs> Do you, so the, the, the thing of what happened was, I think when Godzilla originally came out, people said it was like this metaphor for, for nuclear war, right? And it was this kind of terrible destruction, wreaking havoc on Japan and, you know, radiation and all these things. And and I, I never really quite understood that, but he was certainly a bad guy to begin with, right? And in, at least initially, when his, his initial moves, he was kind of bad. But then I think people over time... They they love they love seeing him get defeated. It's his right? little and, voice. And, and they love like they that. love him. How can you not love that? And, yeah. and so it's hard to like not um, have to have to keep bringing him back to beat him. So then he becomes the good guy, right? And I think so. He's got like this kind of fight history where he loses in the first three films, but then wins or draws basically every movie right. since. And he's lost a couple of times to various bad guys along the way just as a kind of plot device but mostly godzilla is in some way uh, the hero yeah i mean i, I think <laughs> essentially he's the hero in this in the sense that when these titans turn up who else is going to fight them because the funniest thing to me is they know this shit doesn't work and they're still like launch the fighters and fighter planes are flying towards them and of course it just goes plink plink off his armor and then he just swats him with his tail and some poor lad dies and i'm like did they not figure this out? Also, there's a bit where he's fighting in the ocean with Kong, and King Kong is standing on an aircraft carrier because he can't swim very well. Godzilla could swim, no problem. And Godzilla pops out of the water. Now we already we've already established in the previous shot that this water is hella deep because because Godzilla grabs King Kong and drags him down there to try and choke him out into water, and King Kong finally gets up back upstairs, baths a load of seawater up, and they have a fight on an aircraft carrier. Now Godzilla pops out of the water and he's just chilling in the water. And I'm thinking he must be treading water like a fucking duck. Like Kong, 
Kong is just standing on aircraft going. Godzilla's just stationary in the water. He's not standing on any land. There's no land there. So his little legs must be going like the clappers under the water there. I want to see that. I want to see how Godzilla stays, treads water, because he's so good at it. He's amazing. Maybe the uh, director's cut will have that footage. Maybe they just thought, <laughs> oh, this is it. too much. We, you know, his legs are going like the clappers under there. we, we got to cut this out. Man. We don't have enough It's like space. an old lady like throwing slices of bread out into the harbor and just hoping for God- Godzilla snapping them up. You know, maybe that's how he got so big. Maybe. You know, just all these bread. tourists feeding yeah. him loaves of bread. God, sometimes you do see that. You just see like apparently you're not supposed to feed feed. At, you're like, not meant to feed Godzilla bread. bread. It's very I'm not sure what you're stomach. supposed to feed. <laughs> feed. I'm not sure. He needs like. Have you got any radiation lying around? He's got any, any uranium. <laughs> Um, yeah, if, so just, if you, normally if, you, if you're at a place where there are lots of ducks and birds and there's a cafe, they'll often sell uh, duck food at the cafe, which is like little floaty, uh, yeah. seedy things and stuff. Talked like about that. this last yeah, week, yeah. didn't I? Yeah, sorry. Sorry, yeah, it's got. I've got it. Got it in my mind. It's important. My God. What I don't know whether that movie I don't know whether we're allowed to sp- it's because it's a new movie movie oh, yeah. and I'm sure Listen, we've now spoiled if, if the I've new movie. Spoiled the fucking plot, quote unquote, of Godzilla vs Kong. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right, that should You should be. Okay, you should be. There's a special oh place in hell for it. people like you, reserved spoiled. for people like you. It's so dumb. If you're if you're watching it for the plot, fuck you. I'm glad I spoiled it. There you wow. go. If you Jeez, were watching on the edge of your seat, just, just wanted to check. It's so reversal. bad. Nobody saw that coming. Jeez. The plot is so bad. I didn't watch but it. But all the, the other Titans were kind of uh, really. I think there's there's one they're called like like I think one of them was called Muto, which is like unidentified terrestrial, massive unidentified terrestrial object. You know, and they're just basically big fucking. I mean, Mothra was basically a big moth and. There was a big hydra, wasn't there? And they all they all looked like they were made of rubber. But and yet know. somehow none of them are as cool as Godzilla. I wonder if that was part of the design process. If they designed a bunch of even cooler monsters, and they must have been like, you can't put this one in, because Godzilla's oh the my star God, of the movie. You're right. And that's that's how to really win, right, isn't it? It doesn't matter whether you're good at fighting, it just means if you're cooler. Because if they'd accidentally designed something for him to fight that was cooler yeah. than him. That thing would have stuck around right. more. It's got to be pretty cool, but not as cool as Godzilla. But this is how we've ended up with Kong versus Godzilla, because they're, they're both now too cool. They're too iconic. Well, it's like, it's like Alien versus Predator, right? They were both pretty mm-hmm. cool, and uh, they then they fight they against each other. They can't have one win. Oh my god, so so really you could have predicted the plot of this thing from right from the start, because you know mm-hmm. Batman and Superman, neither of them are actually going to kill the other one. Right, right? but let me be Spoilers honest with you. for that movie. Let me be honest with you. Which if you, I if seen, you couldn't predict the plot of Kong shit. versus Godzilla ahead of time, you're, you're irredeemably thick, and you should probably just give up. That's that's what right. I'm saying. Well, like, like the, whole, yeah. the whole plot is in the fucking trailer. If you've seen the trailer, you've seen the movie. That's the plot. Kong fights Godzilla, Kong get axed, Kong fight Mecha Godzilla with Godzilla. It's now in the they fucking need, trailer. Now all they need is uh, Hannibal Lecter versus uh, Buffalo Bill. Like uh, they had, they have to like track them down. They're both just like kidnapping and right, murdering like serial, crazy, serial and it's a killers. race against time. I don't and, think like, Buffalo Bill is way. a match for for Lecter. We need we need a serial killer that goes with Lecter, like Lecter versus yeah, Jason. You're right, Lecter. Uh, versus- Lecter. I think Lecter's like the ultimate though, with the psychological bullshit and everything. Like you know, like Freddy, Jason, all like the sort of classic like movie horror monsters are like, you know, some sort of like possessed demon or whatever, but like Hannibal Lecter, you know, like he'll he'll like wine and dine you and then eat your brains and stuff, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like that's crazy. Like you can't 
you can't you can't see that coming you know jason bursts into your garage while you're like in the middle of the night while you're gaming and he's got the mask on you know like what's up sort of thing but right hannibal lecter like you know gently knocks on your door and does like that <laughs> into you like you're like oh shit like, you don't know what's going I, I wondered if i could borrow some candy <laughs> some fava beans you know uh, you know he won the he won the oscar for best actor for that movie he was yeah. on his screen time was like 14 minutes in the whole movie and he won yeah, the best actor do you know the um the the books uh, it was iconic the, oh, it was the books for those movies are all very good as well by the way yeah yeah, yeah. Worth reading yeah. i mean well I'll, I'll say this i loved red dragon and i loved um Sons of the lambs but yeah. the other ones got kind of stupid well hannibal yeah just hannibal was a bit crazy when he um basically that if well i won't spoil it i guess it, it is weird he end, he but. ends up on an island in a dome and hannibal fights jason on an aircraft carrier they have yeah. a big Ooh. fight and jason tries to drag hannibal and down at one point water. he's treading so much water and you think how is hannibal doing it like his legs <laughs> must have gone like the clappers <laughs> under there but <laughs> i guess it's, it's a steady diet of fava beans that just give him all the energy he goes he and gets do the, it. the biggest fava bean in the world from his underground layer <laughs> using mystical energies and then he, he charges it up in a pot he drops it on jason cooks it yeah yeah oh my god what's the that this we, you're right though this is it we need to find two evil people because then it, at least it's unpredictable you know people are gonna be like who who does win you know yeah and maybe you even leave it open at the end of the movie oh, you don't even reveal yeah. who wins you know you just fucking i mean it, really if they teamed up at least when the titans teamed up at the end godzilla and kong were just like they both just want to go back home like godzilla wants to chill at the bottom of the ocean and kong wants to go sleep on an island like that that's it or, or you know it, why did they come up in the first place oh did something wake them well, someone we was don't like know. banging on there they, they might have mentioned it yeah. they might have mentioned it but it, uh, who cares i mean they're here now and you know we could as we could send them home because now we just got to deal ocean. with it that's that's the that's the hand that we've yeah. been dealt okay i mean but this is what we're looking to it though this is life isn't it you know but the maddest thing to me is yeah exactly exactly because everybody's just going about their day like there are still kids in school they're like oh it's been three years since the last godzilla attack i'm thinking how can you just get on with your life like just carrying on at any moment godzilla might come out of the ocean just, and just level your city life finds a way and you're just like where's my coffee i've been waiting five minutes for like smashing your city you think oh life is short and i've wasted it like that's how can you how could anybody just carry on as normal and here's the dumbest thing they're still building skyscrapers People, no, they, people need Please. places to live and work, Flax. I mean, you can't just... Godzilla didn't give a fuck about that. Neither does King gotta, Kong. You gotta weigh it up, over, like the risk versus the reward, okay? Godzilla attacks, what, once every, like, ten years or something no. like that? I mean, it's that's, a, that's a lot years. of high living. Oh, three years. I think years, it's so. madness. I, I well, just look, can't believe got, that the planning is very The thing is, is, is you've got poor. to consider that, you know, those buildings basically function as ways for Kong to jump onto Godzilla yeah. and do right. him, right? Yeah. So, uses, you know, they've got... Tactically a, uses the terrain. They've still got to build skyscrapers in this post-Godzilla society. I think they yeah, should build, true. like, a little parkour court, huge parkour, like, area for Kong and Godzilla Why to Why don't they just build, like, a fake city, right? For Godzilla to He ain't gonna fall for that. Time. He ain't thick. Right. He can no, sense stuff. He senses things. He, he knew what right. was up. 
Right. He sensed right through that one. Mm-hmm. He knew what was up. Hey, um, mm, uh, slight, slightly uh, different subject. Tangential. Um, because I've had some time off, uh, I picked up and was playing the new game that came out, Outriders. Have you guys uh, seen or heard of this? I heard some. Had it had some. I heard it had some, some pretty poor bad reviews. reviews. Yeah, it's yeah. like um, it's it's kind of like the Division uh, Destiny mixed together. I'd say so. It's like okay. it's like like a looter shooter with, with like cover. Uh, kind of like the division, you know, you're, you're like th- third person you, and, and you shoot and, um, it's, and, and you loot and then you loot. Yeah. There's like, like gear similar to like destiny. There's like abilities kind of like in destiny. It's, it's not an amazing game, but I mean, I, I played through the campaign, which was like, I don't know, like 20 hours or something. And, oh. um, the end game is like, you do these expeditions that you increase in difficulty, but then you get better loot for them and stuff as well. They're like, they're, they're like time challenges sort of thing. So it's like there's like some progression like after the game and stuff and like the story is left open for there to probably be may I I I don't know if it's going to be a sequel or if they're going to do DLCs or whatever hopefully it's just DLCs um but I don't know but um I I I didn't hate it I I you know like I said it's a game that probably should have come out like 15 years ago like it it hasn't done anything new it's just like mm-hmm. taken a bunch of existing games and genres and kind of mixed them together and I think it works but like um it's all right if you're bored and you mm. don't have anything else to play. It's worth worth playing through it. I think it's it's not too well, bad. Well, that's a, that's the thing with these AAA games. Like people really, it's crazy though. Them, like the, they they expect them to be really good. Yeah, and they cost a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And usually they're all they're, they're well, well. This one's really buggy very as well. There's lots of. Uh, it's it, it's predominantly a single player game until you get to end game and then there's some emphasis on teaming up to do these harder challenges but it's a always online single player so i had times because it just been released and i think they were having some problems with their their servers or whatever i had times where literally i was watching a cutscene and then an error message would come up mid cutscene saying you've lost your connection or whatever and you you can't watch the cutscene but you can still hear it in the background as it's disconnecting you from the game wow yeah, yeah. it's pretty I, weird on the christmas sale when it's when it's 15 quid i'll probably buy it but uh, but when it's new at 50 quid yeah. pro- i'll probably give it a no, pass, yeah. but that's, that's kind of how I feel yeah. about some stuff like that. I really enjoyed doing that with Death Stranding because I didn't think I'd like oh, it. Oh man, I love. So I wouldn't Death pay Stranding. full price for it, but I ended up really, really enjoying Death Stranding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, did, I, I didn't. Think I, I keep would, saying because that was the same, right? It had mixed reviews. I would love if like, they just sort of left, you know, like a fraction of the team behind to just keep updating the game. But you'd, how awesome would it be if, like, post the story and stuff, they just released some DLCs that made a infinitely replayable uh mail delivery game like using like the world and stuff that you can like build up make easier better for you and you could just do your parcel deliveries and like manage a warehouse and stuff but it's like it's still death stranding it's still the theme it's still like your character and stuff but you just go on to just you know do like the the mundane mechanical stuff of the game. It's kind of unusual. I, I mean, that's what they that. did with Fallout 4, didn't they? Yeah. They added like, the workshop DLC and yeah, stuff like yeah. this. So it was quite unusual. It kind of took the game in this odd direction. But actually, for some players, it was a really fun thing. Yeah. Um, anyway, what you could say, P-Flex? I was going to say, um, I've kind of been on a turn-based tactics thing at the moment. Yes, you played XCOM. Yeah. I saw you, so I did, you were on I did your a, third campaign another, or something. Another full, full run on XCOM 2 and finished it and everything on... Um, not Legend, but the one below that. What is that? Come on. Oh, Commander good. That's the, that's, that's the good one to do it on. Le- yeah, Legend Legendary is, is not worth doing. Um, it, not. Just, and I, it just adds too much time. People were like, you should do the Long War. And I did the Long War once 
like not to completion. Oh. It's ridiculous. No, I, it's ridiculous. I did it. It takes it takes four yeah, hours. Well, that's what I thought. I don't be, I mean. Well, yeah, but geez, have, you've played XCOM two, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. So imagine that, but every pod instead of being like three or four lads is like ten. And like oh this mission after mission after mission after yeah, mission. I honestly after mission. think that the game is balanced well enough to, to just play it normally without yeah, having right. to, to do that. I mean, I play with, and, and I it's play with a bunch of mods, too, right? but like, it is very replayable. Yeah, yeah. And um, chat gets very attached to certain lads yes. um, who, who like get you out of jail, especially that in the end game, like the last 10 or 15 missions that you're doing, your lads are like superheroes and they're sort of pretty much unstoppable. In that mid game period when you, you're just getting towards the good tech and some good skills that's when you start losing lads that are like oh my god oh. like i had missions crushing. where it was yeah. just a wipe like everyone would die yeah. and they were all my best guys it's like well this is over and like restart me, the whole yeah thing. me and me and ben always used to describe it as like this slope where if you start slipping down the slope you you just can't it's this snowball yeah. effect where you just you get worse and worse and worse whereas if you can stay on, on in front yes. of the losing people and like the and the quality of your gear and stuff you can yeah. stay ahead because otherwise it's a it... cascade failure effect like you, really you lose a mission it's... and then because of that you don't have the the good lads you need to do this next tough mission that comes up and so you lose people there and it's just like we're broke and we're failing missions and now our money's cunted so yeah it gets very difficult there is catch but up there is some catch there, up there the training is. and stuff there and is. you can fill in gaps in the squad and you can recover but my god sometimes it's so, so, so the one thing one tactic game i recommend is um gears tactics i played that last year um it's on xbox oh game that Pass, was really good is, actually yeah free. is it and it's worth it's, play, worth it's play. on it's pc really right it's on pc on uh, so it's like 50 quid game but it's on xbox xbox game pass which is like a 10 i'm not this is not an advert for that right, right. either uh, it's probably uh, even though it's not a an advert for it 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 probably is the best value like game pass thing yeah i wouldn't could... buy it for 50 quid no. but I'd, I'd sign up for 10 yeah, pounds and play course, it and yeah. so i I, I, then, I then started playing um phoenix point um which is yes similar to xcom wait is that the one about the attorney like um objection <laughs> we've had no. this before i'm sure you had that before we thought it was that. that's phoenix right attorney at law oh. okay phoenix point is like xcom it's made by it's worth designed with julia Gop, right. who made the original laser XCOM. squad and the original xcom and rebel star raiders and all that i stuff. played a lot of it when it was early and i don't i haven't played it in about a year there's and been half, like three so... expansions or something for it anyway i i'd never played it before I, I had it but i'd never played it and i got it and i was i was playing it and the, the problem is it's much slower than XCOM. Okay. It's much more. There's much more shit to manage than XCOM. Uh, the the curve is not as obvious in XCOM. It's it's pretty obvious what things you need, what's better, and and how you're going to progress and you build up your rooms and and they kind of hold your hand a little bit with the plot. They're sort of like, we're going to need a proving ground to build these. Lines. We're going to need a training center to improve this, and they kind of tell you what you're meant to be doing and stuff like that. <laughs> so it's a little bit sort of like. Well, off you go, and you've got this huge map of unexplored stuff, and there's a lot more random uh, Jesus, events that you and get and stuff like that. Fucking all this happens inside a courthouse? That's fucking I know, nuts. it's incredible. <laughs> so mutants have like taken over the planet or something, and you've got to stop them. So it's, it's just like a alien Well, the, alien the thing I liked about Phoenix Point was that you could target specific areas of a monster. Yeah, that's quite cool. Right? And so you could shoot its legs off or shoot it in the in the, in the the head or, or disarm it and stuff. And, and sometimes, you know, actually those 
choices would be quite meaningful. Right. Like you think like this thing's going to lob a fucking grenade at me unless I get rid of its grenade launcher. <clears throat> and this thing's going to charge at me unless I try and slow it down, you know? And so you do have to make those choices on the fly. And I don't know, like I, there were, when we played it, it was buggy and we found loads of different ways to t- kind of break the game, um, <laughs> which was, which was its own kind of fun, yeah. but it just, it didn't, it didn't feel, I don't know. It just didn't have us very good soul to right. it. But, but that's the thing me. is it, it's not very cinematic. Like, if you think about XCOM, one of the things that makes XCOM so good is that you feel like you're in the middle of an action movie and you're the one directing the action and your characters seem cool and the things that they do look cool and it's it, it's tense and there's drama and you feel like it's it's an action sequence playing out. Whereas in Phoenix Point, it feels like a more methodical, it feels more like a board game and less like an action game, which XCOM is like a tactical action game. Even though there's no real-time action, it, it lends itself to this idea that I mean, you get so attached to your dudes because of their sort of superhuman abilities and stuff like this that they pull off some amazing shot or it's like some clutch ability they've got that turns the fight for you. Phoenix Point so far has felt a bit more steady Eddie and kind of stately by comparison. Um, And some of the enemies, I don't know what they're doing, but they certainly aren't threatening me. Like, I'm, I'm sure that's just the early game. But in the early game of XCOM, I always felt concerned about being shot at. And I felt like I could lose lads in this. I the mutants just lo- I love to the little details in XCOM as well. Like I love how you have like squad members from different parts of the world. Like you have like the Scottish guy, and when you click him, and he's a Roger balanced. <laughs> you know, like, you to, <laughs> like I love all that kind of stuff. Though. Just the little the little details that make it like immersive. I mean, but that, that kind of fun. thing is there. Yeah, like there's different voices and customizing your lads and everything. But it, it, I don't know. It's just missing that little. Je ne sais quoi that XCOM 2 has. So it is, it is. Then I started playing. I, I thought I played it for a bit off stream, and I thought this is going to be shit to stream because it's kind of, you know, a little boring. I, I'll probably finish it, but it is a little boring. Banner Saga, which I'd never played. Oh, other I've than tried like to play that a couple of minutes. times. It's sl- I found that it is slow. Such a, it is is such a good game. Like I'm absolutely loving. Well, it. there's three of them. Yeah, yeah. I kickstarted the you original can, uh, ones. I think. There, you can get it uh, for a tablet. Like, like I played it on the plane one time. Oh, I tried to play it on the plane one time. I just, I just couldn't concentrate. I don't know why. Like I just couldn't get into it. But it, it I was feel good. Like it's a but... little bit unforgiving when it I played it. It is very hard. Like a li- yeah. It was a little bit hard. Like I, I think the set. Like, it for me doesn't, as well. doesn't click either like I, I i feel like having played a lot of xcom like uh you know, like my turn-based tactical games like i want some guns and stuff you know like future guns and grenades mm. and like you know grenade launchers and stuff like i really like that setting you are fighting these kind of weird ancient robot things though the, and the I, I, I get it like yeah, oh, yeah. And I, I actually i don't know why it didn't click with me like i've tried i've literally tried and failed to play these games through and it, it wasn't one thing either i just i think i just either got bored or have you guys just didn't um, feel invested i don't know there's something weird have, about it have you guys there? played evil genius 2 yet have you picked it no, up no it's it? sitting on my hard no, drive t- you, you have recommended it no yeah. you, you did it's, you put me on i think keeps... it's all right i think it's i think it it needs some patches or some work honestly like I, I think it's pretty good like i i think as a as a successor to a game that came out a long time ago i it it feels it, it's an evil genius game you know like they captured everything really well i just think it some of the mechanics need a or like bit of silly work. kind of kind of you know like like do you know what i mean like you're kind of playing like tropico is you're kind of playing this evil not evil but like you know yeah it's a little banana bit, republic yeah. um 
rogue nuclear state. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Selling weed and stuff. Oh, no, that's the thing you can't do, isn't it? You can't do any of that stuff in Tropico. It's all like, all the fun stuff is like slightly out the way. Yeah, you can't, uh, in Tropico, it's more like you, you can like, you can make cigars and export them and like, you know, can, canned food and stuff. But no, you, you don't really get to do any of the uh, the other stuff, you know, you don't get to become like a cocaine I'm going to pick this up and have a go this week since you rec- you, you've mentioned it. Again. Yeah, let me know what you think. Yeah. Like, what, I, I, I'm just holding off. Yeah, I'm just holding off bothering to play it because I'm just like, eh. I mean, I watched Tom's bit of it and I, I, I spoke to you about it and I was just kind of like, I don't know. I, I, I played Evil Genius apparently checking at Steam back in like 2011 or something. Like oh, that right. Okay. I, I played it. Yeah. Um, I, I quite enjoyed it then, but um, I looked at it and I was like, it doesn't really look like a huge amount of change. Like, it looks pretty much like the same. No, it's, it, I mean, it's more or less that they've changed some bits and pieces, but I think that if you, you know, like, say 20 years later, what, however much time it is before a game comes out, I think, like, they they would have had some time to maybe, like, rethink or redesign some of the some of the mechanics. And I think they have done that with some stuff, but... For other stuff like the world map, uh, particularly the that, the whole system of the world map and minions as resources and all that kind of stuff, I think that it, it could have been a bit better. Like it, it just mm. doesn't. I don't know. It just it, you don't get the satisfaction that I felt like you got from the first game of sending people out into the world and 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 doing stuff for you. And the whole way that like heat is generated and stuff kind of didn't make much sense either. But to be fair, this is like fairly early on in the game. Maybe it gets a little bit better. I also found the tramps a little bit underwhelming too. But again, maybe they get better later. They, they always know. were. Hmm. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. They, they genuinely always were. It's like it, the best you could do was delay. Like, I think the thing is you feel like what you're meant to be building. Did you ever play uh, Dungeon Keeper? Uh, no, I never yeah. played Dungeon Keeper. Actually, it's I know it's okay. like a classic that everybody's played and loved. Right. Or well, I never War for the them. Overworld that's is the, the, that's modern, the, yeah, that's the modern succession. That was in the Jingle Jam bundle, so you can you've actually probably owned that Sips already. Oh, right. If you um, it, it, it if you is fun. You, you, if you fancy a little sort of silly silly thing, it's it's good. It is good fun, and it's a classic kind of evil genius simulator. Yeah. Really. I, I think you'd actually enjoy um, it more because it's it's not. It, it is about what I think you're you're talking about. Um, evil genius. Too, as if the the objective is to build these traps in the base and stuff. Yeah. But really, the objective is to achieve whatever your evil genius goal is. So you just need to delay them long enough for the timers to run down and you to complete your goal. In the dungeon keeper and stuff like that, you are actually trying to build an impenetrable sort of dungeon. Like that's the the thing, because the adventurers are going to come in and you're going to have to kill them, and you need to have just the right combination of enemies and traps and like that, so that you can win those those battles. I reckon you'd enjoy it more. Because it seems like more the kind of thing. You don't give a shit about heat. You're the bad guy. They're gonna come. You just have to yeah. get the right stuff, get the right traps, get the right people. I reckon you'd like it. So what I've been playing actually almost exclusively over the last couple of weeks has been Factorio, believe it or not. <gasps> I've ticked over to a thousand hours oh, in Factorio. <gasps> Why not um, play that Dyson Sphere uh program well i did i completed it and i enjoyed it and that what that's what got me back into factorio and so there's a couple of mods factorio one of them is this one called c block which is basically sky block in minecraft so you start on a tiny square and and you just have to uh, that's pretty cool and you have to kind of build these like kind of these machines that convert like get small amounts of minerals out of water and you use that and refine that over and over again until you finally get a machine that makes you an iron plate and then so i'm playing it with um 
a lot of different mods actually one of them was which which you can actually speed up time so it's like a, it's almost like a speed hack right so you, if you're if you're waiting for something to happen you can just speed up time and kind of stand there while it you know while, while it while the, the factory chunks through all of the backlog but man i've built this ludicrous ludicrous factory the size of which i've never built before wow. in factorio yeah i like um, that have you um have you played much uh satisfactory that might be one worth playing as I'm well i'm waiting for the new so they just put a new post on the experimental for satisfactory for the next tier yeah. but i've i own satisfactory on epic and i'm too much of a cheapskate to buy it on steam because that's that's the only place you can get the experimental are version. you serious <laughs> I, I refuse to buy that. Satisfactory on a second platform, no, yeah. so I'm just waiting for it to wait for the official version, and I can, I can play that. But I, I also, in a sense, like don't want to get back into Satisfactory because it's such a time sink as well, right? Oh, it it's is, like, yeah. It's it's basically a really fun, but but anyway, I've been watching a lot of like documentaries and stuff while I've been playing Factory. I found like I sometimes I just want a game that I can play while I'm watching something sure. else, yeah. you know? Because um, after recent chats i've been watching a lot of the documentaries you guys have been watching and stuff i watched a documentary called tickled did i tell you about this no um it's a good one it's about these these this these people who set up a professional world tickling championship right, right? and it's this it's this thing that sort of went viral a few years ago T- tickled so, is amazing tickled is amazing. yes it's a great documentary about going into it's the guy who did dark tourist so he's like the knockoff new zealand louis theroux where can i watch I this it's david ferrier i i rented it on amazon for about one pound fifty right. um after it was recommended to in, me in by essence someone. there is a pornographic sub sort of sub uh sub genre well, like, yeah i think i realized it was some sort of fetish thing pretty early right. the tickling but, but thing. it's literally these good-looking but young a, guys it, being tickled well but the thing is it's not even a fetish for but do they laugh a lot ordinary people it's a fetish for one guy it's like one one guy has got a tickling fetish and has built a whole industry to satisfy his own but, yeah. fetish yeah I wonder how many times that's been done it's in history really for various things. so fucking weird. It is bonkers. So it's a great, it's a great documentary. But the, the weird thing I is that the, really you think it. that's the weirdest thing in the, like you think, oh my God, I want to know more about this. There, it gets a lot weirder. Yeah, like as they dig weirder. into this guy and what he's like and all this stuff, it gets so fucking strange. And it, it's just, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. You get completely caught up in this bonkers story and you can see like you you almost see the documentary maker becoming obsessed with finding out what the fuck is this about like what is going on like it, it's What's amazing it called? He, tickled 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 okay. if you, if you I, I think we definitely it. spoke about it on a previous podcast uh you've got to watch it anybody that's listened to this it is brilliant it is a wonderful documentary Man, i watched um i've been watching some more storyville um stuff like i watched the one about the i think i mentioned about te- uh, teflon and the poisoning yeah, uh, yeah. the rivers and stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah and yeah, then yeah. we watched the one the secrets of the trillion dollar island the one about jersey and the uh the historical uh child oh. abuse stuff at uh hotel Agaran. we we watched that one which was really good it's uh, it's strange because like it's, i was it's like on your doorstep I lived, yeah, yeah i was living here while all that was going on and they were interviewing a lot of the people that i remember seeing on the news like you know like the chief of police at the time and the the, the i'd love it if was... you were like in the shop <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, or imagine. they'd interviewed you at the time on the street and yeah, you didn't yeah, yeah. remember what do you think of all this well <laughs> well i'm just in my garage well, playing i was just playing i just tried this new game called uh, evil genius 2 i don't know if you heard of it um, <laughs> um no it, it's really it's really good they uh, the, just the it, it, it could have been not good but i i just think that the whole format for a storyville is just uh so good 
like everything everything that they've they've done is is excellent it's worth worth a watch but um yeah it was just crazy like the 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 summary of it and i think like the the point that they were trying to sort of make with it all and the people that they interviewed like ex-government people and, and stuff from over here is that um, they, they, they just, instead of believing people's stories or, or even showing any interest in helping them out, uh, all they were worried about was the, the island's um, reputation, international economic reputation. Um, and, you know, how... As a reputation just, for being a tax haven. Yeah, we, we will... <laughs> well, we'll not just that, sure but there's... And... Not just that, but like it's, you know, a place a, a place where very, very big corporations squirrel away a lot of, a lot of money, uh, like Apple, for example. <laughs> and, but they found... They love they keeping found their memos, reputation going. Um, yeah. Sort of saying, like, I, I think there was like a memo, f- like out of Apple at one point that said, like, Oh, we need to make sure that, like, you know, the everything is very stable there, or else we wouldn't be interested in like having our money there and stuff like that. So there was definitely a lot of pressure for them to just sort of like, yeah, shut up about Ireland, all this didn't they, and is their tax haven. Apple probably, did. yeah. Because they went through and they they kind of spoke to the governments, and it felt like they were like, you know, who can give us the best deal? You know, I mean, when you're a company, the biggest company in the world, and you've just sat on billions of dollars, you can kind of go to the head of the state and just be like, yeah. you know, what would you give us a put? In your money, putting our money here. I, you I know, think what and... astounds me about that is, and I'd love someone to answer this question. If you're a country and you have these big companies there and they yeah. come to you and say, we're not paying any taxes, we're not even employing many people here, what are you going to do to keep us here? Why are these governments falling over themselves to keep those companies there? Like, why are we bending well. over and saying, oh my God, Amazon, yes, whatever you want, and letting them pay no money? How are they holding you hostage? I don't know. You I should guess... be holding them hostage. You, no, they but need I your think business. that they probably just think that if they help them out somewhere down the road, it'll be beneficial to them or whatever. You it's know moronic. What I mean? That's well, what I don't understand. Is, well, if, if this, these is companies... the, this is the world we live yeah, in. But right, I don't understand it? how they get away with it without well, bribing people. That, well, here's the thing. You're like, well, once you leave office, don't worry. We'll we'll give you a corporate right, exactly. on the board. Yeah. So there has to be some that's kind of bribery. Is. But my question is yeah, this. It is. If, if you look it's, at America... It's, but that's like reverse bribery, isn't it? It's right. Like, but I, I saw, I saw a, a chart the other day about the amount of tax that these companies pay. Amazon, of course, paid almost zero tax. Most of these companies, in fact, get rebates from the government to help them out because they paid no tax. It's all clever accounting. It's best to avoid all the rest being angry about this stuff, being flex, and just understanding, being exasperated, and expecting the world to be fully no, corrupt. No, no. I, and I just, just, I just have one question, which I, I would genuinely like an answer to: is these companies clearly need to do business, otherwise they wouldn't be making money. They need to be able to sell their stuff in your country. Why don't we just say to these companies? And I, do, this is like when they say, "Well, they take their business elsewhere." If we said to Amazon, either you pay your taxes or you can't trade here anymore, what would be the downside to that for us? We can't buy shit on I, Amazon. I think it's even even simpler than that. Like I think I think you all you do is you make it you make a company. Amazon knows how much profit they made in the UK. You say you we audit you and say you know you tell us how much you made in the UK and you pay your tax on that. That's all. We just we want you know tax right, on the amount say, of business you got say, from this we'll country. Take up, we'll take our offices elsewhere. Yeah, but then you say fine. What do you, you mean? Well, that's that's what the, the, the threat always is: is oh, we can't lose Amazon. They employ X number of people in this country. Like that's the government's fear: is if the companies leave, they'll take the jobs. 
But I think then you should say to them, fine, then you can't trade here. You're banned. Well, but you know what it's like. Like, uh, the other, something else will rise in its place, and who are willing to pay the tax? Like, exactly. You're right, so it, like, if you if you believe you know, in the free market, it, we have we have, have too to good to go. It. But maybe they yeah have, they you got know, too good to too good to go is is just poised ready to take over when and uh, it'll be dumpster dinners app in some other I just don't understand country, what threat they have so that's how you know it's corruption because it's, the, the companies should be begging the government to let them do business there and trade the government holds all the cards they can just fucking boot them out you're you're, you're preaching to the converted here pflax i don't get we it agree. i don't get it I, I don't get it maybe we need a political scientist to tell us yeah, what, I what we're doing why we're so, why we're an so economist stupid on the show. Us know. um so yeah but no anyway that storyville episode and is godzilla uh, you watch it if you you're interested in that kind of stuff because they, it touches on some of that stuff as it well it does make me angry yeah. though whereas the tickling one just made me confused oh, and mildly erratic. <laughs> i did watch um, one about uh the art, an art heist it was called something like the 60 million dollar art heist or something i think it's a bbc that was a storyville one as well okay yeah yeah about the, great, about the french great... guy who, yeah. who we, went to we have been loving our documentaries oh man no, that's all oh, i watch God. i just i just watch documentaries. well this is why i've been playing factorio because <laughs> I, I've, I've got this I've, i keep adding games to this list of things i want to play but every time i play them i'm like I kind of want to be watching something in the background, but oh. what I do is I realize that I'm watching that thing and I'm, it depends how often I'm pausing it. Like Loop Hero was okay because I wouldn't have to pay too much attention. Do you know oh, right. like a lot of time. That was really funny. So you, you, what you're yeah, telling me right. is you're playing Factorio and you've got a documentary on the other screen and because Factorio doesn't require like... Well, this is how I well, end up sticking so many hours into WoW and other things, right? Because there's such AFK There's games. a lot of downtime in Factorio where you're just kind of like thinking about what you want to do next, but you don't, you're not in the middle of doing it. So you, right. you, you can just watch a bit of documentary, I guess. And... Or it's just so boring. Like, I mean, I've got... <laughs> I've got drones now, so I can kind of copy paste stuff. But it's it's not like um, even even. I want to try like the new RimWorld uh, deal. I know it's not new anymore, but the uh, the royalty one. Like uh, I need yeah, to get I around to trying that, that as well. Do. Satisfactory. Do. I got to play sure. again now that there's been so a lot many of games. Yeah, there's tons anyway, of stuff. Yeah. We're gonna go and play some games. Uh, yeah. Thank oh, yeah, you everyone for listening. Oh man, I do want to shout out that we do still have a Patreon. Um, we've we haven't been managing it very well lately because Tom went on holiday, and as I said earlier, the Yogs only has like four stuff so uh he went on holiday i forgot about it we didn't post episodes for a few days but we're supposed to and we will be posting episodes on there early to supporters and sorry as well sorry about that thank you to people who support some patreon for so long we we do appreciate uh that very much uh, we're, we're gonna have a look at it and see whether we want it to continue and whether we can give some special rewards there we'll have a yes. chat amongst ourselves and if, if we can't make it work we'll shut it down because you know it, it was originally a thing where this podcast had no monetization right, right. No. for years and then we this was our and also it was but... originally just a way for us to uh to have those jugs made and sell them so maybe like uh yes we can that was fun so maybe we should something do something fun like again that. to make again. it worth it i'm not going to start reading out all the names of people i i know you uh some people some podcasts do that and i hate it but i i do love all of you individually and i want you to know that i do look at it and i do respond to the messages and see see people on there so thank you everyone for yeah, supporting thank you there so yeah also you can um you can follow us on spotify uh new episodes come out every wednesday as you guys know so thank you for the support and we will see you next week bye. see you next Goodbye. week bye.